Hey there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. All right. Hey, you cats and kittens. Welcome back to another episode of Bold Nights Out. How are we doing tonight? We're oh doing good. Oh my god, your ESPN Dad, is already going off. Sorry. Oh, the Buccos are playing tonight. Yeah, oh and guess what? It just said there's a no-hitter watch against the Buccos. Oh my gosh, right now. Okay. I turned it on silent. Stop with your sports now. <laughs> sports. Okay, so episode 46, here we are. It is the merry, merry month of May. Um... It's May 10th to May 17th for this episode that we're going to cover some things going on. And I what the f- I leave you to do the notes three weeks in a row. And, and once again, it's like, oh, we're going to talk about the pens. Oh, well, yeah, because I dubbed this episode, folks, oh, do God. or die. The pens backs are against the wall. Going into game seven later on when you hear this. Game seven will be later tonight. Um... In DC. I don't have any comment other than let's go pens, and I knew this was going to happen because sports is a soap opera. Stop it with your conspiracy theories on it's sports. It's a straight up conspiracy theory. Straight up. Straight up. Done. Done putting a pin in it and moving on. Anywho, so... let's go pens. Beat them their caps down there in DC and that, and come home to oh play my God, please stop. the Washington Senators. What? All I'm saying is I'm going on record now that if we win the cup, I get to go to another parade. I get to go to a parade because I've never been to the parade. And I still can't believe you haven't been to a like a championship nope. parade. I also get have high anxiety around crowds that big. So I know really, you do. You should really do. I'll be I, really I, the one that will be camped out like in a parking spot in the freaking... Um, You're going to be in the garage the across garage. the IIP. Yes. On the top level well, with your camera. Anymore, so I'll be there on Boulevard of the Allies with my camera parked up there at like four in the morning so that I get a perfect spot. Right. And you're going to have like your super zoom lens on. Pretty much. Because so I hate, I hate crowds. Yeah. So we know this. That's honestly what's going to happen. I know. And I like, I work in the business of media and I hate crowds. Weird. Shocking. Weird to me. Shocking. Anyways, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, we decided to go with uh, some wine tonight. Amanda came home from work, and she's like, walks in the door, and she goes, make me a bagel and pour me wine. I'm like, okay. I know, that's the most eccentric combination in the world yeah. is wine and bagels. So Amanda but, had know. a plain, uh, an egg bagel, and and we poured wine. We decided to go with wine tonight. Um, you We're know what? We're having Marcel we, Malbec. We had this like three weeks ago on the show. Yeah, we did. We just opened another bottle of it. That's all. In our fridge right now, however, we do have 21st of... Uh, no, Victories. Victory Summer Love. Summer Love, which is very good. We have a little six-pack of that. We do have some so of that. So I recommend that, too. That is a hoppy lager. And I say that because it is, it is an ale. And it is... You know lager is different than ale, right? Okay, stop talking. I was talking. That's rude. Don't interrupt. How rude. How rude. But but, but <laughs> lagers and ales okay. are two different so styles it's an of beer. Ale, <laughs> but it's hoppier. So when you think ale is like you're smooth sipping, yes, it is. Well, the way I feel about ale is that it's always smooth. And it's, I hate you right now. This is why divorce. We're done. I'm going to bed. See you later, folks. Looks like I'm fishing a show on my own. But I'll, be, you, but I'll be texting. You, I'll be pausing a lot and texting a man on how to like cut this and cut that. Anyways, um, it is an ale. It is an ale, but it's hoppy. Like most ales are. No, I don't feel like most ales are. Yes. It. My taste buds are different. I like this beer. I don't like hoppy beers. I like this beer. How Amanda described this to me the other day when we were drinking was like it's Yingling but a little hoppier. And it has good flavor. Well, thank you, because that's the way it tasted to me. I'm allowed to act like that. <laughs> yes, I, this, I, this is what a horrible, I, I, abusive relationship looks like. I'm just kidding. Ah, <laughs> uh, jeez. Where am I going to go there? 
But no, we do have some summer love. It's from Victory. Victory's at Downingtown, PA, folks. Uh, we picked that uh, six pack up for six dollars and forty eight cents. Mm-hmm. Um, in cans at um, the pit stop <laughs> on eighty eight. On eighty eight, like let um, it go, just yeah. let it go at that. So we find beer in the weirdest spots anymore, yeah. like a gas station, and it's good um, beer, and it's and they have the beer distributor next to the the beer, uh, next to the. It's gas in the yeah, it's in the same building, but it's a separate entity. So. Um, they have a good selection, especially since there's a lot of new bottles and stuff now. Wait till the Sheets gets beer around the corner. Oh, so yeah. The yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were at Sheets, uh, yesterday, yesterday on 88, and they have the walk-in the beer cooler. The walk-in beer cooler is all set up. It is empty, but it was in It's all set up and labeled beer. Yeah. It's labeled beer to go. Yes. And everything. So it's getting ready. Just, it's getting ready. Just getting sheets. ready for their license to get ready to go. Mm-hmm. So the, the big sheets so on it. I'm misunderstanding though that rule though. Is it going to be the same that you can't purchase anything after 10 o'clock like Giant Eagle? Well, that's just Giant Eagle's rule. No, it's not. It's state law. It's one of their laws. Mm, yeah, I had the guy at Giant Eagle explain it to me 20 times. No, no. Because I had to try to buy beer at 10, 15. That's Giant Eagle's rule. It's because not, there's other bottle shops that are up until two in the morning. Babe. It's it's something with their grocery store rule. It's the grocery store rule. It's not oh a state my God, law. We're not going to hang it in this conversation. It's not state law. It's it's, the grocery we're not store getting rule. this conversation, babe. I'm it, telling you what the guy Giant, what the manager of Giant Eagle told me is that they are legally not allowed to sell after 10 p.m. Maybe for a grocery store. Thank you. I rest my case. So sheets won't be allowed to buy beer twenty four hours because the get go even you're not allowed. You're not to buy allowed. Beer. You're not allowed twenty four hours. It's till two a.m. because ah. pit stops open till two. The bottle shops, some of the bottle shops are open till two a.m. So sheets after between two a.m. and what seven a.m. they won't be allowed to sell you beer. Correct. Wow, you have a five hour window to sit in sheets and eat MTOs before they'll sell you a beer again. There you go. But yeah, but for Giant Eagle, Whole Foods, grocery stores, I don't know they have a necessarily different law, but it's probably just their company policy. Well, I know that, well, the Giant Eagle get-go down in Carnegie, it is that too. You can't right, purchase it after 10 o'clock. Underneath Giant Eagle, and it's probably their yeah. company policy. Anyways. 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 It's coming. It's coming. We're we getting like there so much closer. Gi- Thank you, Governor Tom in, Wolf, for yeah, a few you things know, you're doing. I lived in Boston for a very long time, and it was so funny because a lot of people got a good chuckle out of a few weeks ago that I got to meet the governor. You did a, get to meet the event. governor. Yes, at an event. An event I was volunteering at, not an event I was covering. But it was hilarious because I was wearing a Boston hat, and I didn't know he lived in Boston, right Like right by Fenway for like a yeah, while. Yeah, apparently he lived in Boston for about um, nine years or something. So it was really funny because he came up and he's like, how'd you get away with wearing a Boston hat in Pittsburgh? And I like told him I lived there for like nine years and I grew and ra- born and raised here, moved back. I wanted to try a different city for a while, blah, 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 blah. But that was one of the things that in, not in Massachusetts, but in New Hampshire, which was right over the border, a 20, 30 minute drive from Boston... You could get beer... 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day in a gas station. And liquor and wine and... and oh, yeah. You could go get vodka well, at well, the, like, convenience store well, on the you corner. Know, you know how people bitch here about, oh, the PA liquor laws suck, the PA liquor laws are this, PA... Go to Massachusetts, Oh, folks. they're worse. Massachusetts, so there's no worse. such thing as happy hour. Nope. They're not allowed to discount alcohol at all in Massachusetts. Also, and they have to charge a minimum of 100% markup. So there's no such thing as a dollar bottle night. It's it's at least a two fifty bottle. So I'll give you a secret to that is that is why most of the fun and good bars and restaurants are found in New Hampshire. That is true. Like if you want an extent like the breweries are on New Hampshire. Well, there's a few in Mass. There's a few, but, but not as many as you find in New Hampshire. Well, well, here's the thing, though. Remember, Massachusetts is a commonwealth, just like mm-hmm. Pennsylvania and Virginia and Kentucky. They're only four commonwealths uh-huh. that are left, anyway. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, Massachusetts's laws, you know, are, are some of theirs, their liquor laws are tighter than PA, and some of their liquor laws are... Like, wow, you can still do that? Wow, we're really off subject right now. We are. We did. We totally went into... Oh, steer's back on. Steer's back on track, babe. 
All right. Well, where should we um, eat this week? You know what? I picked this place because how often are you just driving down the street or you're walking downtown and you're hungry and you're like, fuck, I just need a damn good gyro. Mm. Never, but that's beside the point. I mean, I occasionally am like, damn. You know what? I got this confused. You said Mike and Tony's and then you immediately talked about gyros. I got confused with Jose and Tony's and Mount Lebanon. And my tacos! Oh my god, I'm... Oh my god. Wow. Okay. Oh my god. So, for those of you Yenzers that know anything about gyros, or you want to call them heroes, whatever. Heroes. Gyros, um, heroes, gyros, gyros. Um, I, I, oh, I, I said, so let's go with Mike and Tony's, because, you know, Mike and Tony's, you know, you're... In Bridgeville, they have the location. They have a larger menu in Bridgeville. Um, of course, uh, you know you're gonna get you're gonna get your gyro. You're gonna get your uh, yeah chicken gyro. You're gonna get a steak gyro. You're gonna get a, a veggie gyro. You're gonna get the um, uh, the George Mack gyro, a Reuben fish sandwich, steak hoagie, uh, turkey burger, and so forth. They have a larger menu there though. They have appetizers. You got some bubba ganoush, they have a hummus platter, stuffed grape leaves, uh, stuffed peppers, potato skins. Uh, they have a, a M&T pierogi. I'm not even sure what the hell an M&T pierogi. Oh, it's gyro meat. There it is. Yeah. Feta and gyro meat uh, with the Mike and Tony sauce. You know, spinach and feta dip. You're going to get some nice stuff. They have a larger menu at the one in um, Bridgeville. But, you know, you, when you're downtown, I'm, you know, downtown, you're walking around, they're on Liberty Avenue, they're um, right there on Liberty, and the corner of Garrison Way is exactly where they're at. Um, their menu is quite smaller. You're going to have your gyro, regular Italian, a steak, a veggie, a chicken, a fish, a hamburger, cheeseburger, grilled cheese, or the George Mac and a steak hoagie. Uh, their specials is a gyro. <laughs> Italian style or steak Italian, or steak style, a chicken or fish salads. They have a small Greek and a large Greek uh, sides. The Mike and Tony's fries, regular French fries, Mike and Tony's pierogies, um, extras, just dressing and sauces. It's pretty much when you go to Mike and Tony's downtown. It's a just get a gyro because they're awesome. Uh, by the way, so that's kind of like my pick for food. Uh, something local, something everybody knows about, um, something that's a quick bite to eat, and it's not going to break your arm. I mean, you, you go in and just get a gyro by itself, it's five fifty. Um, you get like, uh, the gyro with, with a side and, 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 uh, a soda, it's $9. So, that's my pick for food, uh, this week, whether you're going to be downtown or you're be in Bridgeville, they also have one in Southside as well for Mike and Tony's. Gyros. Uh, highly you suggested. You one for me. Uh, well, I kind of did. I mean, I didn't pick one. I, I gave you a... This was like a toot-your-own-horn moment. It is. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Seriously, right now. I don't know who you are. What, do you think you run this show now? I don't run shit without <laughs> your... Without your allegiance to be like, hey. Allegiance. Bow to me now, uh, yes. servant yes. boy. Well, basically, it's like, I am your servant. You're like, do the notes for the show, damn it. And then you come home I'm and you I'm sorry, I'm working. I get it. A lot. A lot. I understand. All right. Here we go. Um, my pick for where... And this is only because, honestly, I have not been able to go out and eat other than eating at Target or, like, packing my lunch. <laughs> or Wendy's. <laughs> Subway. Or Subway or Red Robin or any of those types of places. In and um, out and quick. Yeah. It sounds like our I've eaten more at Sheets in the last month than I care to know. Um, anyways, so at home with my man is my place to pick. Would you like to elaborate on that? Uh, you're an excellent chef. Does, do I need to say more, you fucker? Like, really? <laughs> no, but it, it's, it's not even the, the, the fun, fancy meals I cook you and stuff on the grill and stuff. When Amanda comes home tonight, she's like, babe, I know you got the notes on. I know we're recording, but I'm hungry. Just make me a bagel. 
So what I do? I cut you a bag okay. and put it in the toaster. I admit that you've spoiled me. Uh, for the last nine years of my life, before I started living with you, I um, lived on things like hot dogs and mac and cheese, and chicken pot pie was the most extravagant thing that I made. Um, I really didn't eat extravagantly because I couldn't afford it, and I also didn't want to. Like I was like fine eating hot dogs and mac and cheese every night for like a month. Um, and then you're with me, and I'm like, barbecue chicken. Hey, yeah, that's burgers on the grill. You, and now I'm a little hey, spoiled to where, like, for know, instance, bacon tomorrow night. steak or okay, scallops or talk. whatever. Can I finish? Yeah, my finish. sentence. Good talk. Seriously, you're interruptive tonight. I need a beating stick during the freaking podcast. Oh, could you have one? Wonderful. I wish we were on video for this. Stop talking! I'm talking! Stop talking! I'm talking! <laughs> Anyways, um... I'm gonna take that back now. You yeah, have wine on you. Um, anyways. So, and now it's to the point where I'm so... Oh, hold, hold on. We're gonna have to pause for a second here. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Anyways. Um, but no, now I'm to the point where I'm perplexed because like for instance tomorrow night I'm home alone for dinner and I don't have I have the faintest idea of what I'm gonna cook so yeah I am kind of spoiled I'm also kind of annoyed with the whole situation because I'm I am eating the same thing over and over again every night because you're home and you make the same thing every every night so it's I don't make of, the same thing every night Damn. I honestly have had steak and lobster now more than I ever have in my entire fucking yeah, life. Yeah, but that's Just not in the a, last four years. But that's not you haven't had every night. We had burgers. We had um, chicken. At least once, uh, at least twice a month, I have steak. Yes, always. Mm. You have. How do I say this? Boring. I don't. I don't. Uh, it's. This is turning into a he said, she said moment. What about, what, what about like whenever I cook duck and the pork chops and That's lamb? That's eccentric moments. And, and I understand that. And lobster. I get it. But it's just not, I don't know. Fine. I'm going to just put a pack of hot dogs in the fridge and, and a bag of buns. And I'm going to be like, put your name on it and be like, cook me, you dirty whore. Like. Ouch. Yeah. Seriously, where's that stick at? Language! I didn't nose you for that one, jag off. You got so gib slapped for that. I did. Son of I just bitch. did get gib slapped. But anyways, I I don't know. At home with my man, I'm happy now that it's getting to be warmer out, and we can use the grill, and I can sit outside and eat. Now that was very nice the other night. That it was um, uh, barbecue pork chops, and it was you, um, me, and our friend Kelly, and shrimp. Yeah. And uh, on corn the on the cob, corn all on the, cob. On the grill. Which with I me did and my girlfriend night. drinking wine. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I which, love that. Which I cook a lot. I would have loved it more had you stayed inside because we could have girls' time, but you didn't understand the concept that it was supposed to be girls' time. I don't understand a lot. I understand that. I'm a very simple man. Uh, <laughs> seriously, right now? Seriously? I'm a simple man. Look! Forest. Um, anyway. All you have to do is understand it was ladies' night. Right, but the but the best part, but yeah, ladies' night. Hey, babe, can you cook us dinner? That was part of the deal. Right? Cook us dinner and then go sit inside and watch the fucking game. Right, so me and the girls can bitch about you. Too. Yeah, there it is. There it is. All right. On that note, I we're... just didn't have any money to go out. On that note, right, we're let's... gonna go ahead and take a break. And we're no, come wait, back. no, we had one more thing. Is where to drink? Oh, that's right. I don't even know why the hell you picked this. Well, because it's Pittsburgh, and it's Yinzer, and it's kind of fun. Oh, my God. So, yeah. I, I went ahead and talked uh, the gate. I could not drag you on one of these. What? I go, I, I go, no problem. You and I have been on these things. No. Yeah, The only have. time we've ever done one is taking it as a water taxi from Station Correct. Square to Heinz Field. Well, Never was there ever say... type of dinner cruise involved. Well, well I'm talking or about drinking. And I'll go. I have no problem going. I like going. You've never asked. Why is that? No, that is absolutely not true whatsoever. 
Anyway, I would love to go on a dinner right, cruise. Right, so what I'm talking about, folks, is the Gateway Clipper fleet. Oh my God, I, you are so going to die tonight. <laughs> it's coming into summer. So the Gateway Clipper fleet, of course, they do the water taxis from Station Square to PNC Park. Uh, I believe it's, what, uh, $10 for a round trip? Maybe, yeah. and it's $5 each way, $10 round trip. They do have the That's bar. That's per person, by the way. It is per person. So if you have um, two of you, it is ten dollars to get from Hinesfield to Station Square, and then you got to count going up the incline to Shiloh Girl to eat and drink for the rest of the day. That's what Amanda and I like to do. Um, but uh, so just saying. But what I'm saying is, is where to drink is the Gateway Clipper because you got boat rides to the ball games. It is summer. It's it's you know you go get a drink, go on the top deck, enjoy the city and the view on the river, have a cocktail, take some pictures, enjoy. But also they do dinner cruises. They do dance parties uh, on the boats. I do know that there's been a couple different beer events now on the boats that um, some local breweries been holding, as well as um, uh, some different um, beer festivals that were on the boat, uh, and then. Of course, you can have those boats for private functions. Uh, I know I have um, a family member and two friends that both got married on the Gateway Clipper, where they dock up right at the point, uh-huh. have the city in the backdrop, get married on the top deck of the boat, and so forth. Um, those are always fun. But you know what? We do, babe, need to go do a dinner cruise on one of the Gateway Clipper boats. And you and I just have a fun date night out and do that. So are they dancing? They do. The whole Gateway dinner cruise. Mm. Yes, dinner and dancing and drinks. and mm. It's like a four-hour cruise. They go, like, they go they, they get on the Emsworth okay. Walk. Wait, wait, wait. This isn't Gilligan's Isle, is it? No. You just said four-hour cruise. There's a three-hour tour. We're going to get stranded on Neville Island. <laughs> We're going to get no, a boat wreck they, on they, Neville they, Island. They do, they do take the boat down to the Emsworth Lock and Dam, or at least down to oh, Neville Jesus. Island and back. Oh, Jesus. Well, at that point, I could just um, wave to my own house. Then, then, they, then they take the boat up to, um, I want to say it's the 62nd Street Bridge, or maybe the Highland Park Dam. And then they come back up, and they go up the Mon so far. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's essentially like a four-hour dinner cruise, and it weaves in and out around the rivers of the city. So, uh, it is a fun time. I highly suggest it. Uh, definitely, you know, this summer, you guys go to a ball game. Hey, park in Station Square. Take the boat across. Have a cocktail on the way. Stand on the deck. Look at the city. Enjoy the sights. And, I don't think uh, on the water taxi you can drink. Yes, you can. Oh, really? Yes, you can. That's interesting. I don't remember that part. Um, because you were drunk already. Ah, oh, fuck. Why are you telling such lies about me? <laughs> me? Drink? Never. Never. But anyway, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We're going to come back and we tell you are? about some events that are coming up this week. Oh, jeez. All right. Here we go. We're going to hear from another podcaster here on the River's Edge. Hey, this is Matt Geica, the host of your alternative sports talk program on the River's Edge. It's called Geik's Got Game, and it's every Friday at 7 a.m. I'll give you a peek behind the sports media curtain, zoom out for the big picture, and always obsess over the details of the games, teams, and players we love or love to hate. That's Geik's Got Game every Friday at 7 on the River's Edge. Okay, and we are back. We are. Okay. So first, events. Where to be seen this week? And remember, folks, after this part and then after the next commercial break, it is time to put on the headphones because it's not safe for work. Although this week, it's kind of tame considering. It's kind of tame. Anyways. Anyway. Let's start off where we always do with our wonderful friends at Wigga Whiskey. They have, uh, so the Barrel House is now open for the summer, so they are now doing their tours all weekend, along with you can do a distillery tour. You do have to get your tickets online for those. The only event, they're having two events this weekend, one at Wiggle Whiskey and one at the Barrel House. Both are for Mother's Day. Aw. So. Happy Mother's Day. Mom's the Word Pup Friendly Event is at the Barrel House. This is Sunday at 2 o'clock. 
And it is free. You do not need to get tickets, it looks like. Um, and the other one is at the actual distillery, and it's called Mother's Day Chocolate Painting, um, Painting and Whiskey. So, hmm. Sunday at 10 a.m. How much is that? Just, just, just by know. chance. Sunday from 10 to 2, four days from now. Tickets available. Hold on, let's see here what it says. Because I'm just thinking, like... $10. So, for 20 bucks, I could take... Me and my mom. Whiskey tasting and chocolate painting with A15 chocolates at Wiggle Distillery in the Strip. This is part of I Made It Market. Give, oh, really? Give, you, give your mom the gift of chocolate and whiskey this Mother's Day for $10. Paint three truffles with local chocolate company A15. Or 519, excuse me, chocolates. And choose a cocktail to slip alongside additional truffles will be available a la carte. Really? Yeah, hmm. that's it. At the distillery. Um, Kind of cool, right? That is kind of... Mom, if you're listening, this is an option. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to see if there was something else. Uh, and then, of course, Sontag is back this summer. So if you were around last summer, we had... The Sontag, which was a, um, they always peer, paired like a beer and a want, a beer event and a yep, whiskey event. They did. They're doing Spoonwood Brewery this weekend. Sweet, because last so, weekend was um, Griff's house, wasn't it? I don't know. I didn't know they were bringing back this event. Yeah, last weekend was somebody else. So this was all yeah. last summer they did this. And now they must be starting it up again. I don't have any information about it, and I'll hopefully get some information this week about it. Um, but that is it for Mother's Day. Uh, coming up on May 17th, they are doing the pre-prohibition at Pittsburgh in the, Whis in the Heinz History Center. So it is a little party for Wigga Whiskey inside the Heinz History Center. Keep in mind also, too, is now they have their newest um, tasting room open in the Omni William Penn. So they if do. you are putzing around downtown looking for something to do, please go and, and check that and out. And so since we just looked at Wiggles' calendar, what they have going on this weekend, and we reminded each other, hey, it's Mother's Day. Oh, By the way, if, it's you, Mother's if Day. you don't have reservations for your Mother's Day brunch, Ooh. you're screwed. Yeah, you are. But necessarily not saying that because... Everywhere has cancelizations. Everywhere has cancelizations because here's what happens with us guys. Whether it be the dads or the kids that are 40 that are taking their mom out. We go and have Mother's Day Mass with them at church. If you're a good son, I'm not. I don't go to church anymore. But we, we, you know, the dads and, and the sons are like, hey, I made reservations or we can go these four places. Where would you like to go? And they leave it up to the moms. Yep. And then the dads don't cancel the other three reservations they made prior in the week. Yeah. So there's always cancellations. Note to yourselves. Um, but also, it doesn't matter where you're going to go. It's going to be busy. Whether you're yep. going to the Grand Concourse, whether you go to uh, Mean Potatoes, whether you go to Eddie Merlot's, whether you go to Shiloh Grill, whether you go to... Um, I actually the was Le sitting there thinking this morning how much I want to go have brunch this weekend, and then I laughed and remembered what it was. Exactly. So if you are also a normal human and you don't partake in Mother's Day like this human here, um, I don't partake in Mother's Day. I will be having my brunch at home. So remind me, me of champagne. I need mimosas. I will make you mimosas I Sunday morning. I want frozen mimosas, so you better figure that shit out. I know the recipe from anyway. Shiloh. <laughs> but also, just a note, I did realize uh, there are a bunch of the little local corporate restaurants, like Applebee's and so forth, also doing Mother's Day brunch. Yeah, you know what? So, so. anyways, I will be at home having brunch on But anyway, what do we have going on upcoming this week? I did see Market Square Farmer's Market is coming back. And it uh, opens up this Thursday, the 11th, and it will be every Thursday through October. So if you're uh, working downtown or hanging out, go check out the Farmer's Market in Market Square. Isn't it like 2 to 6 every day or something? Like, or um, 2 to 6 during, on no, Thursdays? No, 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 no. It's 11 to 2. 11 to 2. So it is only during your lunch hour. Yeah. It's 11 to 2. 
Or if you don't work downtown or you don't work during the week or you work from home or you run your own business, it is a great excuse to go walk Market Square in the afternoon. There you go. Because they have everything from wine to cheese to chocolates to And fresh foods to eat that day. Yeah. So. So uh, you wrote the chili peppers. Yes. Are they here tomorrow? Yes. The Red Hot Chili Peppers at PPG Paints Arena Thursday, tomorrow, the 11th. 8 p.m. I thought it was in June they were coming. And if you haven't ever seen the Chili Peppers, you must go. It's a I great haven't. show. I'm pouting right now. I'm sorry, pouty face. Okay, I know. Beers of the Berg at the Cary Furnace is coming up on Saturday the 13th. If you Saturday don't have your tickets, uh, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're kind of screwed. You're kind of screwed, but you can get them on the secondary market. And if you're on any of the Facebook beer pages, there are people that are trading tickets for good beer. Uh, they're like, hey, I have this beer to trade. Does anybody have tickets to Beers of the Berg? I've seen those posts. Um, yeah. So. Um, oh, Beers of the Barge, or uh, the Beer Barge, like a few weeks ago, there were people in the beer groups, like, the day of, like, I can't go all of a sudden. Who wants my tickets? Yeah. Uh, $20. Like, yep. it was ridiculous. Anyways. Yeah, so they're out there. Um, the Neighborhood Flea is coming up on Sunday the 14th. That is Mother's also Day a Mother's Day edition. In the Strip District from 10 a.m. till 3. And Wings Over Pittsburgh is on the 13th and 14th. Oh, this is the um, airplanes. Yes, air show. I thought it was a Wings event. You thought it was like wings like you eat wings? I did. I'll <laughs> fully admit that I read that and I'm like, oh, fuck a wing. I'm like, Wing Fest is early this year. And I'm like, No, oh, this fuck. is Wings Over Pittsburgh. It is Saturday the 13th and Sunday the 14th at the 9-11 Air Base. 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. This is a free event for everyone. Uh, the Thunderbirds, which if you're the not... Fabulous Thunderbirds? No, no, no. The F-16 oh. Thunderbirds that are white band. with white and blue stripes or red and, red and blue stripes, the white Thunderbirds. Um, very loud jets. They did their aerial maneuvers and so forth. Um, I got, actually got to see a Thunderbird several times from where I used to live in Jersey. They practiced over my house during the air show twice a year. It was great. Um, but now air shows are awesome. Every kid loves airplanes. Doesn't matter if you're male or female. We all love jets. Okay, so I have two to add. Well, yeah, that's that'll be last because we have to really talk about that. Right. But get your tickets now for Sunday, May 21st. For the second annual Endless Summer Luau at the Beer Garden at the Commoner. Um, Can I get laid? Oh my god, right now. Uh, if I, if you didn't hear me just whisper, oh my god, right now, are you serious? Um, live a little Hawaiian style. Join us for a traditional Hawaiian luau featuring traditional luau foods, a lay greeting, welcome cocktail, coconut husking, tattooing, live Hawaiian music, and a full Polynesian luau show and more. This is $85 for adults and $35 for kids under 12. Tickets will benefit the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Pittsburgh. This is at the Commoner, the beer garden in the the, um, Hotel, Monaco. the Hotel Monaco. So the Commoner is in the basement, the beer garden's on the roof. This is, uh, where does it say to get tickets? It says call for tickets or else I guess go to the commoner at pgh.com. So um, get your tickets because that sounds like a Are lot Are they of actual fun. legit tattoos? No, I think they'll be doing like the fake inking. The henna. The henna type of tattooing. Okay. Um, I don't know. Anyways, and our biggest event this weekend. The biggest event this weekend. I think the biggest event in this weekend in Pittsburgh is now the Melville Music Festival. That is this Saturday, the 13th. 120 bands, 16 stages. All over Millville, different bars, the Millville clubs, the parks, the breweries. This is huge. So folks, plan on going. Uber in. There will be a shuttle to get to and from all the different places. All the breweries are involved. Tune into our Facebook, or tune into our website, for a list of um, what bands and where we'll be we'll be uh, putting that out. What times? Wednesday. And what locations? Yeah, on um, what location, when, and where each band will be. We will be putting that out today. So check by tonight to find out which one of your favorite bands is playing what venue at what time, 
So even if you don't go to all of it, go to one of them. You know right. what I mean? Um, there will also be street performers. Heard that. Podcasters all around. That'd be us too. Um, we'll be broadcasting. Uh, also Mike Sasson's going to be mm-hmm. broadcasting as well live. A Brian few people will be have their over. own stages. They'll be up there doing emceeing work for it. So this is kind of like a big deal. All of it will be available on a Google map so that you'll be able to map where you are in Millvale and um, see what band is playing where. You There will be a ton of different things. So you can um, definitely make the plan Saturday the 13th. Uh, so everybody here at the River's Edge uh, is involved at some capacity. Um, Brian Crawford, uh, who hosts his own show here on the River's Edge, uh, was on KDKA this week. Uh, on uh, what was that? Is that Pittsburgh today? Pittsburgh today. Pittsburgh live. today. Pittsburgh today live on KDKA was talking about it and so forth. Um, I was listening to the Mike Sashin show this morning while I was getting ready to go do some things. And Mike had Brian on his show and was talking about it. And we're going to give Brian a little bigger head than he already has. But Mike called Brian the godfather of Millville. So I was quite cracking it. So, so Brian, I know you're going to listen to this show later. I don't know that I could call you the godfather of Millville. but I possibly could. She could. But I've had more business meetings with you. <laughs> in places like breakfast diners over scrambled eggs. So Did yeah. you have to kiss the ring? No, I literally just sat there and drank coffee and told him, like, hey, this is how what I want to do to help with the music festival. Brian, you need to get a ring and make people kiss it. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, so but that's I will this. have to say that we were sitting there in, like, a diner. Like, not like a diner diner, but it was like a, a food place. And, like, we were surrounded by tables that were filled with, like, old men playing Pinochle. Wow. So it was kind of like this really weird moment where I was like, we were the youngest people there. And like, we were trying to have like this really serious like business talk. While at the same time, like the table next to us, we're all discussing their like recent hospital stays. Right. So, so anyways, so get Bri- to Millville Music Festival this weekend. Just do it. Just do, do it. it do, get it, there. do it. Do it. Uh, do it. Just to mention, I know our friends Crow Moses are playing. Yes. Uh, I the other band I I know a little bit Byron. is um, Byron Nash. He's playing. Also, Jimbo and the Soup Bones. Mm-hmm. I know they're playing. Um, those are just people uh, that we know. Oh my God! I have the list in front of me. Oh, you have the list. Brash Teeth, Jeremy K. Wood, Nick Barilla, Tolupo and Jeremy, Drowning Clowns, One Fifty Six Silence. I can't even name all of them. The YJJs, Working Breed, Thirteen Saints, Byron Nash and Plan B, Half Wheel, Old Man Rob, Smoky Bellows, Ugly Blondes, Devin Moses and the Saved, Funky Fly Project. The Beale Brothers, Bottle Rat, Melvin and the Enthoids, Murder for Girls, Greywalker, Claymore, Only Flesh, Only Flesh, Shadows of Society, Dinosaur, Hendonism Bots. I can't even. And name she just read off twenty, and there's a hundred and twenty. So yeah, please go ahead. Fancy Pants. That's one of my favorite names. Take, take a look Mr. at Fancy the uh, Millville Music Festival uh, Facebook page. Check it out on our page on Bold Pittsburgh. BoldPGH.com, also on uh, Bold Pittsburgh on the Facebook and at BoldPGH on the Twitter with the full list. And one more thing, too, is if you are also free that night, there is a fashion show going on at Ace Motel. Um, I did totally forget to put this in the notes we've been talking about the last two weeks. At Ace Hotel, there is a fashion show and art show. Um, Pittsburgh is most dope or something is the name of it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm totally blanking on the name of it because it's not in front of me. And I've totally just worked on this project for like the last few weeks. Um, We are still trying to debate if we will be there and at the Melville Music Festival. I have not figured out how I want to do that yet. I think the Melville Music Festival is just going to be so huge and uh, and, and awesome that we're just going to be there all day and all night. Yeah, I just Um, have that feeling. Some of our favorite bands are playing towards the latter of the evening um, that we like to see and hang out with and enjoy a beer with. Um, Anyways, the Entice Fashion Show is on 
it's nine eight to eleven. There is a fashion show part of it. There is also a um. I can't even find it now. There's an art show, fashion show. There's a bunch of stuff going on. So I mean, honestly, like, it is a big, big show. It, it's definitely one of the most awesome ones. So you can go check that out too. That'll be up on our website for more information on that. All right. So that's some events going on, where to be seen in and around the city, and what's going on this week for Yins to go check at. So in the meantime, I think we're going to go take a little bit of a break, and here's a little word from another one of our lovely podcasters here on the River's Edge. They did leech people up until, yeah, like 1910 or so, I think. That, How do you know that? He <laughs> <laughs> like till 1910 or so. Well, it's for reading. I used to get girls till 1910 or so. <laughs> I used to have girls give me booty calls till 1910 or so. <laughs> hey, Money Banks, tune into Funny Money at 7 a.m. Thursdays. Did you hear Tom? He said 7 a.m. Tune in. Okay, folks, it's that time again. It's your favorite time of this podcast. It's. He said. She said. And this week we have. Oh, our wait, wait, topics. wait. We forgot our little PSA. Oh. If at this point you have not yet, put your. Put headphones on, get the boss out of the room, get the kids out of the room. Because this is not safe for work or young ears. And this week we have our topics from a longtime viewer and bold Pittsburgh follower, uh, friend, uh, Miss Kelly Verdu. She is a single mom of three. I was going to totally give her an alias, something no, cool like she said it's okay. Michelle Winterbottom or something. Yeah, yeah, no, she said, it was, she said it was okay. She's a single mom of three, her oldest being Single mom of three? Yeah, well, her oldest being 38, uh, <laughs> uh, which which could also be uh, considered her husband. Uh, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, when this happened? Yeah, and, and then... There's something happened in the last week since yeah. she texted me? And then she has a second grader as well as a, uh, a pre-K... Uh, one as well. Um, she she came in and says, so, who has the dominance role in a relationship? And my question was to Miss Kelly was, are we talking in the bedroom or out of the bedroom? And she said, well, take that how you want. But she was more referring to as, how do we, or how do you, or how do I have the dominance role in a relationship of like, we're going to shop and save, and that's all we're going to. And the other one follows, or or it causes okay. an argument. So this is. Uh, uh, I'm gonna get back to the bedroom thing for a second. <laughs> of course, just you are. because. Filthy mind. When Fifty Shades of Grey came out, there was a big discussion amongst females on if that was strictly BDSM or if it was abuse. Now, it can roll into the other stages of the relationship. Because if you come to me and you say, woman, you're going to wake up every morning and these are the three meals you're going to eat and this is what you're going to do and this is the clothing you're going to wear and this is how you're going to please me, I'm going to laugh at you in the face and tell you, go fuck yourself. I work four jobs. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Um, so I will tell you that you have to be careful with this type of discussion because it becomes borderline abuse. Um, if you are in that type of relationship, I see, I suggest you get the fuck out of it now, um, because nobody should have that type of control over anybody else. And that is vice versa. So that is also, if a man is experiencing that from a woman, you need to get out. Um, so I say that and just be very, very careful on how we discuss this conversation. That is true. I mean, necessarily, I mean, it, there is a dominant side to our relationship to a point of, you know, I say, hey, we're going here and we're doing this and we're doing that. And you're like, all right, cool. But then there's also those times where you're like, no, we're doing this and we're doing that. And this is what we're going to do. But I think that's more of a what we want to do type thing. Yeah. I think when it comes to the nitty gritty part of the relationship, things like money and life decisions. I leave up to you. 
You leave it up to me, and I don't like that. I don't like being in charge of the bills. I don't like being in charge of money. It it adds to a whole different stress level that I've never thought I've experienced in my entire life. But I also know that you're not very good with money. I'm not good with money at all. Anybody who so, knows me knows that. I feel like that type of thing, like who controls the money in a relationship, is a tough thing because it just depends on who's good with the money. Like if the man is shitty with the money and he's like, oh, you know, strippers and fucking kegs of beer every single night, which is like a $200 minimum, we all know that that's not a good relationship, first of all, to be in. Um, second of all, it's not feasible because then all of a sudden the other party is just chucking over paycheck after paycheck after paycheck and no return on investment. I say return on investment is that relationships need to be fair. So if I'm investing time, energy, and money in this relationship, I better be seeing back love, compassion, and caring in return. Correct. It's like any other business deal. If I invest money in marketing, if I invest $100 in Facebook marketing, and Facebook marketing is $100, promises me these many followers in a month, I better see those many followers or else my return on investment was, guess what, I'm never giving Facebook $100 again. So as far as dominance in relationships, when it comes to things like money, it's who's the smarter person. Well, also when it comes to like, not who makes more. That is not the answer. And also, thank you for putting it out there, because we both make about the same. Mine's just in different volumes than yours is. My mine, uh, yeah, she's in her. In the right last now. year, I made more than you did. There you go. But, but I anyway, worked three jobs. But anyway, but when it comes to like when friends of mine ask me like, "Hey, can you do this? Hey, can you do that?" And I like, hey, uh, sure, let me go ask Amanda, let me do this. It's not because I'm necessarily whipped or like I need to ask you permission to do things. It's that you take care of the money and the bills and you know where we're at at what point And you know if I can go spend $40 on golf and beers and cigars on a Sunday afternoon compared to me just talking, talking to my friends and they say, hey, you want to go play golf tomorrow and this and your thing? And I'd be like, hey, yeah, sure, no problem. And then you getting mad at me. So there's that a aspect of it too where it's – yeah. where it's and, and some of my friends like, oh, you know, she, she controls you. She's the dominant one in this relationship. You see who wears the pants. Where it's really not because I honestly have no clue where our checkbook balance is. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to refer to you and be like, hey, and I'm not asking or begging, babe, can I please have $40 to go play golf and hang out with my buddies? It's more like, hey, babe, do I have the $40 to go play golf and hang out with my buddies? It's, it's that, that portion. it's also the respect option, too, where you're telling me, hey, don't make any plans for me tomorrow because I'm doing this. Because I have a honey-do list a mile and a half long. Right. And if I know that you're home, guess what? I'm, I'm horny out to those projects. Oh, yeah, you are. And if it's Sunday for us, God forbid, I wake up in the morning with cold feet on my back and be like, bitch, come make me my pancakes because that yeah, happens too. Yeah, tell you that much. I, you better not be disappearing on a Sunday morning without me having my breakfast first. Exactly. So as far as dominance and as far as anything else is concerned, if you came to me and said something like, we're only shopping at Shop and Save and that's the end all to it. And we're only eating better here, we're only eating there. Back and... it up with a why. Yeah, so, or else it's straight up abuse and stupid. But, okay, but roll that into the dominance in the relationship in the bedroom. So, <laughs> so I mean, kinky. so yeah, a little kinky. So, I mean, we had this discussion last week, though. It depends on who puts the first moves on, right? It's but not necessarily dominance in the fact of like tying each other up and like whips and chains and kinky shit. It's more about who makes the move first. And we already established this last week that I make the move first most of the time. Like, seven, 60, like 60. 80% of the time. Uh, we'll go with 70. But it's mostly because it's like, it, does Amanda have the energy tonight to have sex? That Amanda works four jobs. Amanda's tired most of her life. Um, I exert a lot of energy due to stress. And I'm just um, a slub and I only work one to two jobs and play golf. I you mean, don't really have that much stress. I don't. Really, I don't. Yeah, which is horrible. 
I don't. This I, is another he said, she said topic that we should cover next week. <laughs> we should cover what happens when the dominance is mostly put on the female and her stress level is to the max. See, and also where it comes down to me is like me not wanting to cause an argument. That's a very smart idea. You know, you know, I, you know, because because I mean, honestly, and and depending on your mood, and and honestly, in any female's mood, is is tread lightly, my tread dear lightly. son. It is tread lightly. Tread lightly, like, like, my dear I, son, I mean, right now. I mean, you know, there's there's those ladies out there that have that whole five days a month that get really cranky and irritable and so forth. And you're lucky I don't have this and whatnot. But I mean, you know, it. You know, one day, you know, if I peed on the toilet seat one day, God forbid, that fucked up your whole day. Like, literally, like, oh my God, you peed on the toilet seat, I had to wipe it off first. First, I got my butt wet. Then I had to wipe it off. See, I had to get in the shower because it was gross. Like, and it just fucked up your whole day compared to, I just should have lift the seat in the first place. You know, type That's thing. a very good op observation, but there's other parts too, to where, like, for instance... You've been home a lot in the last few weeks. In all honesty, for like the last week and a half, you've been on my absolute last nerve. Yep, because I'm home too much. Because you're home too much. And so it's constantly like, I walk in and I can't watch my TV shows. I can't do... Oh, I totally dominate I the TV control. Oh, yeah. we. Uh, you want to talk about dominance? This is the only part that sucks in our relationship is, yes, most of the time I have to ask to watch my television show. Or I'm resulted to put Netflix on an iPad and my headphones in, in the corner. And yes, folks, guess who pays the cable bill most months? Me. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Jaso. Anyway, sorry. I have the ball game on. But, oh yeah, Anyways, sports. See, and then once again, it's only sports are on. I'm so, like, and literally after you being home so much in the last few weeks, I'm so done with sports, it's not even funny. And I work for the Pirates. Like, in one of my jobs. I work at PNC Park. Like, and now I'm fed up with sports. Thank you very much, you ruined the last of summer. Anyways. Our topic number two also comes from our friend, Miss Kelly Verdue. Who is the better driver? Who's the better driver? See, now, I have high anxiety, so I have to drive no matter what. I only trust a few people in their driving skills in my life. Um, my sister is one of them. Um, my bestie, Amanda, is another. And I didn't even trust Kelly's husband driving a few months ago. Like, when we went to Because he was drunk. No, he was sober. <laughs> we were going to dinner, and, like, Oh, that's right. Jack the kids. was in the car. You had the kids like, with you. We had the you. kids with us. Like, I was just down there because we were making dinner. This was back during Friendsgiving, and we were making dessert. And uh, we decided to go for tacos that night, and I didn't even trust his driving, and we went a mile up the road. Um, so there are very few people that I actually trust so, so in the passenger seat. You, I don't trust at all. I get seriously itchy when you drive my car. Well, because... I use cruise control, yeah, which you I don't. I hate that. It's a control thing. I hate cruise control. And I love cruise control. I get on the highway, I set the thing at 77, and I go. I stand that. You know, and, and that's what it is. And, and, you know. Except for when I'm driving to Boston. When I am drive up to Boston, I do use cruise control an awful lot. Well, you have to when you're on the highway and you got trucks and everything. You know, guy driving and, and girl driving is super things. You know, unfortunately, you know, I, I've ridden... The one exception I have to say is my mother, because my mother drives like a guy. My mom uses cruise control. When somebody pisses her off, she speeds the fuck up in front of them, cuts in front of them, jams on the brakes, See, and says, fuck you. No offense I mean, to your mother, but I've had the biggest panic attack driving. Well, because she shut her eyes going through the tunnel. <laughs> I she never says, thought I, was gonna die. Like, I never thought I was going to die ever in my entire life, like, other than going through the tunnel going to Oakland that night. And I'm surprised my mom actually drove through a tunnel. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so surprised my mom actually drove through a tunnel because, you know what, I, I, I live places where there was tunnels and she never wanted to come. And we live on the other side of town and she won't come over unless my dad's driving or knows how to go over a mountain or something. But, um, 
But no, for driving I instances... I learned to drive from guys. So, I mean, I feel like I'm pretty lax but, in driving. But, but for my me, anxiety level lately has made me a horrible Oh, my driver. God. For me, riding in the passenger seat when you're driving, I want to reach across and choke you. Like, I'm talking... Folks, come on. This is a... Okay. Amanda, this cute, sweet, little, innocent, you know, five-foot-five little female... Oh, my God. Are you going to talk about my road rage? Oh, my God. Road rage out the ash. I mean, trucker mouth, <laughs> straight yinzer... <laughs> I mean, New York in there comes out where somebody stops in front of her and, and is slowing down on 19 and has no turn signal or nothing on and stops in the middle of the road and apparently then is waiting and then turns left. Next thing you know, Amanda comes out. You motherfucker! I'm gonna cut you! I'm gonna oh my use a fucking turn signal! I'm gonna uh, and I'm and, and at the top of her lungs. And we have the windows down, it's nice out. People on the sidewalk stop and look at me and they instantly feel bad for me thinking that I'm the one getting yelled at called you motherfucker and everything else. Like, no, really. It, 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 I sometimes don't want to be in a, I just want to lay the seat back and like hide sometimes. <laughs> but then I'm afraid to do that because you like to make sure your brakes are in tune all the time when you jam on them. I will Incessantly. say I will say that I have the worst when it comes to road rage and yelling your your fucking jag off as much as I possibly can. Um, At the top a, of in your a, lungs. In a, in a span from like South Hills to like downtown. Um I will say that I'm the worst at it. I do say that I try my hardest to work at it as much as possible. Um, however, my fucking God, do half the people in Pittsburgh not know how to fucking drive. You are correct um, on that. And, and, oh my God, it, it, when, when you and I go through a tunnel, it, okay. There is no need to put on your brakes going into right, the right. tunnel. Right, right. We understand no that and everybody no in Pittsburgh knows when people go through a tunnel, you're going to have to slow down. But also, Amanda reminds me of my uncle a lot. And my uncle, I think, drives like a, a, a... A woman and an old man all at the same time. And because nowadays we have Twitter and Facebook and everything else that says, hey, there's traffic here, there's traffic there. <laughs> so Amanda checks that before we leave. No, I have ways. I well, check well, ways. Well, right, right, I'm ways. very smart when yeah, I yeah, that. Use ways, but it will say traffic's backed up from 80, on 88 and 51 and through the Liberty Tunnel and this, that, your thing. And we're trying to go to your dad's house in Avalon. So what's Amanda do? <laughs> she cuts you. side streets through Dormont, cuts across 19, the side streets in through Dormont, in through Beachview, cuts down and over, up through Mount Washington. Next thing you're knowing, Duquesne Heights coming down Greenleaf Street across the Western Bridge, then go through Northside. Now, you know what? If we would have sat in traffic, it would have taken us 40 minutes. But going all these side streets... It takes us 35. It takes us... <laughs> Also, 40 minutes. So, I usually shave off anywhere from 5 to 10 minutes. Uh, okay, no, you shave off, we'll call it 5. But Amanda <laughs> thinks, as long as we're moving, we're still good. You know... I do, I get high V sitting in traffic. Next, next thing you know, that whole... I will tell you stories. That right. whole 22 miles per gallon uh, average on the gas tank just went down to okay, about do you want 15. To know why? I'll tell you why. There's two instances on why. One... When I was younger, my dad drove a car that had issues, like most older cars do. When he would stop, it would it would idle and then stall. And sometimes he couldn't get it restarted. So I do, I panic sitting there in traffic thinking my car is going to stall and not start again. Then there's the other part, too, where I get very, very, very anxious sitting at red lights because um, I've been rear-ended twice, and also my mother, God bless her, was rear-ended in her brand-new Mustang by a car when I was very, very young, and ever since then, I get, like, panicky at a red light. I also don't like red lights when you're on a hill because you could drift backwards and that makes me panic. You drive an automatic. I know. 
I'm the one that I'm the one that drives the stick shift, and I'm like, hey, you know, bing, 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 boom, no problem. I I could be at Fallow Field. <sighs> oh my and do god! That. Oh, we're gonna you know. But uh, hold on, hold on, hold so on. So when it pause, comes to pause. the better driver. Okay, sorry, technical difficulties again. So when it does come to the better drivers, always guys are gonna think we're the better driver. Women are always gonna think they're yeah, the better yeah. driver. But here's what it is: when you're with your girlfriends. Who's the better driver when it's a bunch of girls in the car? Um, I think my, I think Amanda is like one of the best drivers I've ever driven with. Okay, so you. Have- she never swears. She never yells. She never. The most I've heard her say is, "Oh come on!" Like when we, when somebody acts like an idiot in front of her. Um. But I never seen her like go crazy. All right. So how about when you're in a car with your guy friends? Uh, most of them drive like fucking maniacs. There you go. So, folks, when it comes to the drivers, it's, it's honestly split. to each their own. Yeah. Okay. So, this wraps up another episode of Bold Nights Out. Um, tune in next week when we'll probably discuss something else ridiculous. And he said, she said. And keep you up to date on where to eat, drink, and be seen in and around the city. Have a good weekend. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at boldpgh.com. Listen to us always at theriversedgepgh.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.